Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Zach, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm getting my phone to move <laughs> on silent right now. Oh, no, yeah. So, you know, just getting started, getting started off right. That's right, yeah. It is a work day for me, and this phone will be ringing, I'm sure. Yes. So I want to go ahead and knock that thing out of the way so we can record podcasts. It's Friday, kind of an unconventional day to record. That's right. We've had a busy week. That's right. We're here. We're here for you guys. Jake, we are here. We are delivering. <laughs> That's right, Jake. Thank you for uh, criticizing us on the decision. We to appreciate. Criticizing me on the decision to concentrate on uh, Christmas at College Side Wednesday night, where my son Micah was a blue shepherd. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. He had his like um, headdress. I don't know what they call those, but it's like sideways. Yeah, he was pretty hip. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. Pretty cool. It was a fun night though. But we are back, and we got a lot to talk about. We do. It's uh, good to be a good episode. Good yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas to you. Yes. Uh, you got any big Christmas traditions coming up? Uh, the main thing I always want every Christmas is my mom makes these uh, cookies, these uh, M and M chocolate chip cookies. Mm. And uh, I'm not sure what all is in them, but that is that is when it is officially Christmas. Um, what about you? Uh, we have, <clears throat> let me see, our Christmases start tomorrow. Whoa. So we have one tomorrow, one Sunday, one next. We have a cookie swap on Monday in our neighborhood. Ooh. So uh, six different women bake a dozen cookies. I may stop by. And... Angela, we are going to walk home with six dozen cookies made by six different people in the neighborhood. That's a great they do idea. that to help families with desserts. So they just that is a great idea. Like Angela's going to bake cookies, and everybody else are is going to bake cookies. Are you nervous about any of your neighbors, though? Oh, I don't think so. Okay, I mean, I know the ones that are coming well. Okay, that's good. Um, and I would say they're pretty good bakers. So we're going to do a cookie swap. That's Monday. Angela's birthday is Tuesday. Happy fortieth to my wife. Am I supposed to say that? Whoa. Happy 39th to my wife wow, yeah. on Tuesday. HBD. Forever. Um, then we have another Christmas Thursday, two Christmases Friday, another Christmas Saturday, and a Christmas on Sunday. Wow. Happy New Year. I like that. I like the cookie swap idea, and I think maybe uh, we should have done a cookie swap. You know? You and I. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know what, Jeff Gawker bringing some cookies, that would be okay. I or think, Courtney. Uh, I think, yeah, Jeff... Gaw and Courtney should have a cookie swap. I do. I, yeah, I agree. And Or uh, Courtney bring cookies, Jeff bring mashed potato ice cream. Yeah, either one. That would be great. Jeff brought some good cookies with that, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Yeah, he always brings, Jeff always does the cookies and the ice cream. Yeah, man. Jeff brings good cookies, too. That's right. Yeah. I like that. Uh, let's do that at the draft next year. Everybody bring cookies. <laughs> we'll have us a, a little cookie coo- swap. A cookie swap <laughs> to kick off the draft okay. next year. So uh, do we need to vote on that? Yeah. All right. All in favor? Uh, aye. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, thanks to my son, Ethan, for making his podcast debut last week. Solid. Any, any thoughts on Ethan coming on? Yeah, I thought he did great. He had some good insight, and uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. Hey, he had a blast. Yes. And it's the first time he's officially listened to the CMB Fantasy Football League <laughs> podcast all the way through. Uh, so, well done, Ethan, for joining us. It's just us today, and it is playoff week. It is. Week 15, playoff week. Uh, Zach, let's take a trip around the league. Let's take a trip around the league. Zach, I want to start by going back in time. So we're going to jump back to the preseason 
of the CMB Fantasy Football League podcast of our Fantasy Football League season. And we're going to, I want to listen to Jake and Jordan Pace make their predictions for the season. Okay. You did not make a prediction. All right. You abstained. Okay. But they made predictions. Let's hear what they had to say. Yeah. Uh, I believe that Pace, this is your year. Whoa. If, if the stars are aligning. Get a team. I mean, this, this is. is your year. And I, I think Rich is going to get the All right. I was because one of my specific, I, I think it's going to be a team that's never won the league is going to win it this year. All right. I like it. Um, another another prediction is we're also going to have our first two-time ice bucket loser. So someone who's gotten the ice bucket is oh, going to no. get it again this season. Oh no! I don't know, I don't know who it's going to be, but I think it's going to it's going to happen again. Oh no! And it better be better than the, the previous time they did it. That's all I'll say. So Jake said that Risher was going to win the ice bucket. Okay. And he was wrong. Yeah. Right. Risher won five straight to get into the playoffs. And a Jordan said there would be a two-time ice bucket winner, and he was wrong. Now, their predictions for the winner of the league, uh, Jake predicted that it was Pace's year. You got any thoughts on that, Zach? Hey, I think Pace is – it very well could be. And what's really impressive about Pace's team is that he's doing all this without Calvin Ridley. Mm. And uh, I, I forgot about that the other day uh, until the other day and was just thinking – how crazy it is that uh, Calvin Ridley's been gone as long as he has. and I mean, it's not like he's coming back or anything um, this season. So um, it's got quite the, quite the team to uh, be doing this. So we've got the Almond Brothers pacing your face, IDP still suck, Strong Side, H&F Industries, Greg Co., Donut Stop Believing, and Kemp's Crew. Jordan predicted that somebody would win the league that's never won the league before. Zach, do you think that's going to happen this year? I think so. I do. I really believe that. Um, and I don't think that Jake was like too terribly wrong about Rish's team. If you look at his total, points four, he is, he's not in the uh, correct neighborhood. But he, uh, everybody around him, uh, when you are, have a differential in fantasy of, of 200 points, that is a huge, huge uh, number in fantasy so but you know anything like we say anything can happen in fantasy it a lot a lot has to do with luck and uh rich got in there uh, in the playoffs and as we saw last night he's looking pretty good <laughs> that's right well speaking of uh teams that aren't looking very good let's start at the bottom <laughs> okay. the winner of this year's ice bucket challenge do we have a drum is roll? i do not have a drum roll <laughs> i have um i have this dad any last words? <laughs> Ice bucket challenge, baby. The West Coast Wombats. Hey. Uh, I did. We did play a couple versions of Ice Ice Baby last week, and I happened to find another one. Okay. Um, this version is I found it on YouTube from Aubrey Logan. Shout out! You to ready Aubrey. for this? Yep. This is in honor of the West Coast Wombats winning the Ice Bucket Challenge. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> ice, ice, baby. Oh. Uh. Oh, jazz hands. Ice, ice, baby. Wow. Ice, ice, baby. Vanilla. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> Word to your mother. <laughs> Word 
Word to your mother. Yeah, word to your mother. I like that in the background of that. It was still going. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you could hear it. So uh, in honor of the West Coast Wombats, there's the, j- the jazz version of Ice Ice Baby. Zach, West Coast Wombats in 2020 finished in eighth place. 2019 finished in eighth place. And 2018 finished in sixth place. They've made the playoffs every year they've been together. Until yeah. now. Yep. Until now. And they uh, hit the ice bucket. Um, you have a statement from the West Coast Wombats. I do. Yes. Would you like to share that? Yes. This is a statement from the West Coast Wombats. Here on the West Coast, we strive every day to be the best in everything we do. 2021 was no exception. Who had the most successful first round bust? The West Coast Wombats. <laughs> Who followed it up with a second round bust? The West Coast Wombats. Who scored more overall points than the East Coast Wombats? The West Coast Wombats. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't the season that we hoped for, but it was the season that we got. As we wrap up 2021, we would like to make a few statements to you, the CMB Fantasy Football League. Number one, Courtney did not stay in Ohio after our Thursday night game this year, contrary to speculation. Any video you might have seen depicted another last place finisher, not Mr. Norton. He has the full trust of the West Coast Wombat organization. Mm. Number two, Ross sucks. We think we all like Reed. We think we like Reed, but we cannot confirm at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, sources close to the program indicate that the West Coast Wombats will have the greatest ice bucket of all time. Whoa. Even better than that one time Rish used warm bath water and that time that Jordan Iwanazan used a Dixie cup. <laughs> Number four, we should have let Jake draft Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And number five, the night is always the darkest before the dawn. End of statement. Wow. <laughs> How about that? Thank you, Matt Collins. Yeah. Thank you. That was uh, good. Spending some time on that one. That was very nice. Yes. That was good. Uh, the best ice bucket <clears throat> ever. I'm, yeah. Hey, that's aiming high. I watched the Jordan Pace one again a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Dude, solid. Yeah, I need to watch solid. that one again. So, I uh, I have no idea what to expect from them with this. I, I offered, I said, you know, Waffle House was an option if they wanted to do that. And then I asked if they were going to do the ice bucket before the Super Bowl or if they were going to do it live at the draft. And uh, they have not decided yet which one. I think you need to dust off your uh, directing skills. Yeah. And they need to do a lip dub. A lip dub. <laughs> of Ice Ice Baby whilst taking the ice bucket. Yeah. Because what you need in your life is to edit a lip dub video. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Because it, it just takes no time. Yeah. No, no, right? no time. Yeah. No time at all. <laughs> um, shout out to lip dub videos. Yes. Um, Zach, what went wrong for the West Coast Wombats this year? Man, looking at their team, I mean, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins was a bust. Um, and even when we acquired him, we were really taking a, a, a gamble, hoping that he was going to be okay. But after looking at his stats, you just knew uh, everybody in the comments. You ever read the comment section? Do you do that on the players? Do you read the comments? No. Oh, no. man, it's gold. It's good. You should do that. Click on the Yahoo player, bottom right-hand corner, click on comments if you're on the app. It's uh, it's great. Everybody was hating on DeAndre Hopkins for being a bust this year. Um, and this was weeks into the season. They and then did. they had DK Metcalf in round DK two. Matt, yeah, Metcalf was terrible. But I think the biggest thing for them – was uh, their quarterback situation. It just never panned out for them. Yeah, Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill. I think they could have easily won a few games 
Um, if they had had somebody, I mean, both of those guys, uh, just just they were terrible this year. If Ryan is in your name, you will never be drafted by the West Coast Wombats. Uh, yeah, I, I Ryan think so. in a quarterback position. Yep. So, um, there were a few teams who made a valiant effort to try to get to the ice bucket. The Big Orange Bullies were so close, losing three of their last four, but they beat H and F when they needed to and clinched eleventh place. And you have a statement from, yeah, from uh, a current yeah. member of the Big Orange Bullies. Who knows what's going to happen in the offseason? Um, Carver Moore. Yes, I do have a statement from Carver Moore. It says, breaking news for the podcast. Oh, wait. <laughs> breaking news, yeah. I took the bumper off. Oh, no, I got it. No. Breaking news for the podcast. Uh, Big Orange Bullies would like to announce that Carver Moore's contract option has been picked up for the next season. <laughs> this comes on the heels of, a, of the team avoiding the ice bucket with an 11th, pay, 11th place finish. Yeah, congrats. Shout out. Carver. Was that it? That was it. That was that was the statement. That was it. <laughs> breaking news. Now. Breaking news from... Back to you. The CMB Fantasy Football League podcast. Carver, Carver Moore is staying. He's back. Back to you. All right. So, Big Orange Bullies avoid the ice bucket. The West Coast Wombats take the ice bucket. Yes. And the East Coast Wombats did everything they could to try to win the ice bucket challenge. They lost six straight. Yeah. The last six weeks of the season, they lost. Um, but it wasn't enough. That's incredible. Yeah. And Zach, Courtney Norton had something to say about that. He did. Yes. So uh, Courtney Norton recorded. He just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we want to say what this is? I, just you just need to hit play. This right. was sent to us from uh, Courtney of West Coast Wombats. Here we go. Oh, it's not a real song. It's a diss song. WCW West Coast <laughs> Wombats. Let's get it. East Coast Wombats can't score more than me. Ross Garrison worst in history. <laughs> Last place said we still own victories. The real one that's from the West, not the East. East Coast one that's can't score more than me. Ross Garrison worst in his story. Last place said we still own victories. <laughs> The real one that's from the west, not the east. <laughs> that was so good. That's unbelievable. It's so good. All right, oh, I retract man. my statement. If you make an 80s style music video oh, with that track and end it by taking yes. the ice bucket, oh man, victory. So good. Victory. So good. Well done. Hey, the content we've been sent this year yes. has been spectacular. It has been awesome, yes. So I will, man, yes. thank you to everybody who has listened every week and who has been creative and sent in content. Yeah. content because, Statements, anything. It's been man, awesome. this stuff that's been sent in makes this podcast way better. Oh, yeah. I want to say that um, when he sent that to me, I was at Capshaw. They're having a bunch of Christmas parties and and it was a very quiet moment where they're trying to get everybody uh, quiet, you know, and get everybody's attention. And I got the message from Courtney, and I clicked on the attachment, 
and when I opened it, it was it was uh, just a picture of like this biscuit. It was a biscuit, (laughs) and it had a play button. And I was like, oh man, there's no way I'm hitting play. Like I have no idea what to expect. I mean, a a picture of a biscuit with a play button—that's scary. You, I mean, I had no idea. And when I hit play. I was rolling, man. That was, <laughs> it was so good. That was awesome. And uh, we'd like to try some of the biscuits, though, Courtney. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. The strawberries and cream one you put on Facebook last night. Let's go. Yeah. That's yeah. the second time I've heard of that now. Yeah. I, I Bring them our it. way. Bring yeah. them our way. So uh, congratulations, I guess, to the West that's Coast That's fantastic. Wombats They're for, owning it. and uh, For winning the Ice Bucket Challenge, but still defeating the East Coast Wombats. In right, yeah. That's, what so, it, that's definitely what it feels like. Uh, I think I feel like we asked – or I feel like they've said in years past, like even if we don't win the championship, but as long as we beat East Coast Wombats, right? So they, yeah, they so I did. guess they're going to figure out how to claim victory, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, and they are here because um, what their point total is higher, right? Twenty one fifty for West Coast, East Coast, twenty one forty six. Four points. There you go. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's head to the top, man. Zach, the Almond Brothers started the season 1-2, and two, losing right out of the gate to the East Coast Wombats, and then proceeded to win the nine out of their next 11 weeks, and they never looked back. They got the top spot and never let it go. Yes. When there was a rotating list of people at the top spot for weeks. I was in it. Y'all were in it. Pace was in it. Greg was in it. Yep. And here comes the Allman Brothers, and they never let it go. They have 2,707 points for on the season, it's inc- which is the, crazy. which shatters the record. And and still there's still weeks left to add to that total. Right. James has been an MVP of the podcast yes. for the entire season, sending in content every week. Zach, any thoughts on the Almond Brothers this year? I mean, just like I said before, talking about the point differential, I mean, they almost have, what, 150, something like that, points higher than pace. And that's just really impressive, um, you know, for first place. I think that any of these teams like pace – James and and Blake, like when you have that many points for you and Yahoo's projecting you around the 190s, around 200. Every week. Every week. um, One of those teams, whoever is getting that in the playoffs right now, if you manage to be healthy, which I'm sure we'll be talking about that. But, (laughs) I mean, any of those teams, like the Almond Brothers, Pace, it's going to be one of those teams to win. You always got to get past this first week, but I just feel like, Man, that's going to be tough to beat come uh, come playoffs. No doubt. No doubt. Well, congratulations to the Almond Brothers. James Lane is back this week. Let's hear <laughs> from James Lane. Be ready. Buckle up for this one. And the Almond Brothers. Yeah. Here we go. Clickety-clackety, clickety-clack. What's that sound coming down the track? It's the O-Train. That's right, boys. Guys, it's me, Junior. Sorry, Blake's not with me today. Yeah, I'm recording this on GarageBand, so I'm doing a little more production with it. So, Matt, sorry uh, to go into you last week. Didn't really mean to upset you or attack you on your own podcast. But, hey, I love you. You know I do. Uh, really excited about the win over East Coast. It was great, and we're looking forward to taking on Kemp's crew and really figuring out who's at the bottom, who's at the top. We'll see this week. 
Also, I remember Zach saying this might be the last podcast you guys do for the year, so I didn't want to take up too much time, so I'm recording this really fast, so that way you could get in your 90 seconds and then you stay on track for your worship. Thank you, bye. <laughs> stay on track for my worship. Oh, Thank man. Thank you, bye. That, <laughs> I love that people are producing their own clips. I mean, this is this is great. And when I listen to that from James... I mean, you know, each week I get these and I, and I listen to it and I have no idea what to expect. And when I heard that, <laughs> the sound in the background, um, I asked him, I was like, did you speed up your voice or are you really talking that fast? He really talked that fast. Right? Yeah, he said, I couldn't find the, the button to speed up my voice. <laughs> he said, so I just talked that fast. <laughs> well done again, James. I love you too. So we went from like the longest uh, Almond Brothers statement or production to the shortest one right there. That was yeah. that was quick. I have no complaints. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, James. If you want to send in a four minute clip every week, do it. I love I'm, it. I may say something, but if you if you do it with a jazzy music behind you or futuristic like, I think I think James could definitely do some jazz. But uh, that was great. Oh my word! Well done, James. Uh, well done, Almond Brothers, Zach. Uh, week 15's in the books. Week 15's now, right? That's right. <clears throat> yeah, it's already. Yeah. Anyway, last place. week's in the books, yes. whatever week that was. I have a couple observations I want to throw out there and then we'll get on to some numbers. Uh, first of all, one week ago, only two higher seeded teams won, and that was Strongside and HF. This past week, only two higher seeded teams lost. Did you know this? Strong side in H and F Industries. We were the only two playoff teams that lost this week. Everybody else uh, held suit. Zach, are you worried about your team going into the playoffs? Uh, yes, I and uh, I would think that you are as well at this point. Are you? Are you worried? Ah, it just feels good to be in this spot. Uh, I don't know. Well, usually I, I'm usually I'm in that like where the big orange bullies are this year. I always like, feel in in years past. I always feel like man. If we can just get past this week, you just have that feeling. Like the first week, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. if you can get past the first week, you feel good. Yeah. And um, I do not feel good at all. Like I don't even feel that way about our team. Like even if we were to advance, um, this is not our year. So. I, w- I would like to publicly say on this podcast that I would appreciate it yeah. if no other player on strong side tested positive for COVID this <laughs> yeah. week. Uh, yesterday, there was like a revolving door of moves. A free agent it was moves. wild yesterday. Um, like I would, I would, I would get a notification on my phone. Waddles out. I would have to pick somebody up. Get a notification on my phone that I lost Hawkinson for the year. Yeah, Hawkinson's out. Got to pick somebody up. I'd lose a defensive player to COVID. Got to pick somebody up. Right. It was just over and over and over. So please, congratulations to the people who had Chiefs and Chargers last night. Yeah, for because real. they got those in the books. Yes, don't have to worry about this weekend. Yeah. But uh, I'm a little worried, um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about that later on in um, in Picks of the Week. My number two thing is Dalvin Cook comes out of nowhere for Greg Co. Zach, last week you said, wouldn't it be crazy if Greg lost to Dalvin Cook's handcuff? Well, that didn't happen. Instead, Dalvin Cook comes back from a dislocated shoulder and rushes for 200 yards. Zach, he was not supposed to play yet, but he comes back and is the RB1 for the week. If he doesn't play, Tecmo has Madison. Greg Co. loses. I still think they hit the eight spot, but if Dalvin Cook doesn't come back, Greg Co. is without Dalvin Cook running straight into the O train. Yeah. Instead, Dalvin Cook's back. And Zach, when Dalvin Cook's healthy, he's one of the best in the league. Yes. So that is a huge pickup 
for Greg Coe to get Dalvin Cook back this week. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it was big last week, too. He ended up with 27 rushing attempts for 205 yards and two rushing touchdowns, 35.20 points. Um, and before the game, you know, people were kind of afraid to start him, you know, because they heard he was going to be wearing that – was it like a harness or something like that he was supposed yeah, yeah, to be wearing? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, for, for him to get Dalvin Cook back – and uh, Herbert went off for him last year. And that was even with uh, Terry McLaurin putting up a goose egg for, for Greg's team last week. So, um, I know Greg, that's that's who he was hoping he was drafting at uh, at number two overall right there. Yeah. So Well, congrats to Greg Coe for making it in the playoffs. Congrats to everybody for making it into the playoffs that's there. I'm just happy to be there. We'll see what happens. Zach, let's hear uh, about the all-pro team this week. So, this is this week's all-pro team. Josh Allen for Kemp's crew was the top quarterback, 40.30 points. Your top running back, as we just said, was Dalvin Cook for Greco. The next top running back was James Conner for Pace in Your Face, who has been really good as of late, 33.50 points. Devontae Adams for Jordan Watson, 34.10 is your top wide receiver. Cooper Cup for Pace in Your Face, 31.30. Your top tight end was George Kittle. Do you have the stats on him for last week? George uh, Kittle? George Kittle. Let me let me pull this up really quick because it was something. He's going bonkers. Man. It was something yeah. insane. Ever since he came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. He had 15 targets. George Kittle, 13 reception, receptions, 151 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Man. So, that yeah, that was impressive. IDP still sucked, 34.10. Uh, your top flex, Hunter Renfro. He's yeah, been baby. great. He's did, been great. You draft him? or I did draft him. Yeah. In every one of my, I'm in three leagues. I drafted him in every league. Nice. That was one of those like weird Google searches in the middle of the draft where you're like, <laughs> you know, top sleepers. Right. Yeah. And I saw his name and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, go for Let's it. Let's go. Uh, yeah, he had 30.25 points. Your top kicker is Matt Prater for IDP, 17.50. Your top defense was Dallas for Kemp's crew, 27 points. Um, your worst nightmare had the top IDP, Al Shire, 19.75. Cole Holcomb for Gregco, 19 points. Aaron Donald for Jordan Iwanazin, 18.75. Your top DB was Mike Hughes, uh, who is a free agent, 24 points, 75 points. And Landon Collins on pace in your face, uh, 18.75. Or maybe he was a free agent, I'm not sure. But uh, total, 384.25. Which means we nothing. don't care. Yep. That was like two points different than last week. Yeah. Show me the money. All right. Moving on to show me the money. Uh, not too much happening. Uh, Landon Collins went to pace in your face. There it is. Uh, for $4. And strong side, you try oh, to get him. And that's it. And that's it. Landon Collins. Oh, that was ladies it. and gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was about to go down. and Yeah, that's, that, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Uh, Landon Collins. Pace in your face, $4. Back to you, Matt. <laughs> I did try to make several pickups and lost out to waiver priority yeah, yeah. this week. Um, Not a lot of money being spent. Yeah, this week. Move, moving on to league pick em. Chase Gaw has pretty much locked this thing up. He's got 61 points. Jake has 58. A three-point difference going into the playoffs when there's only four matchups. I mean, Chase is going to have to forget to set his picks. Chase will have right. to forget um, – or Jake's going to have, and I guess you, you're close as well. You guys are going to have to get creative and pick who you don't think, you know, and, and just hope somehow they win. But, I mean, uh, there's only seven picks left right, for the season. Do, does it do the consolation brackets? 
I don't know. Are there consolation brackets yeah. after? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's okay. consolation. So. so yeah, there are a few. There's a few weeks left. But uh, Chase Gaw, um, congratulations on Jonathan Taylor with the first pick next year. I would just like to say that I still have the highest uh, correct percentage in uh, pick them. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Brian, for not uh, making any picks this week. <laughs> yeah. So this is one of those weeks where um, if you did go through and make all of your picks at the beginning of the season, it's done now. So you have to go back in and make your picks. So this is your reminder. This is it. Go mm-hmm. in, make yep. your picks, uh, especially if you're like top four, you've really still got a shot at this thing. So yep. make sure you make those picks. Zach, speaking of picks, let's go to Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Playoff time. We only got four matchups to talk about. Zach, first matchup is number seven, Donut Stop Believing, versus number two, Pace in Your Face. Zach, this matchup got interesting yesterday. Big time. Risher currently leads 37-18 to 18 over Pace. Uh, and I've said several times that Risher lives and dies with Pat Mahomes. And this was a big star for him because yeah. Pat Mahomes, uh, Jordan texted last night and said at the beginning of the fourth quarter last night, Patrick Mahomes had eight points. Yes. And he finished with 37. Yes. Yeah. So Pat Mahomes goes crazy. A big star for him. Um, Austin Eckler exceeded his predicted total, but not by much. So it's kind of low, 18 points. Uh, I would worry about pace, but the reality is Jordan's going to get QB numbers from Kyler Murray and Cooper Cup. And it gets tricky if James Conner doesn't play. He's questionable right now. But I just, I just cannot see Risher. Now, he did beat the Allman Brothers recently, but I can't see him beating Pace this week. I think Pace is going to go. I do, too. I kind of think – I mean, I know it's always tough when somebody almost puts up 40 points. That is that is hard to overcome. Um, it's tougher when it's not the quarterback, though. Mm, um, that's true. And, and so I think that Pace can still do this. And, uh, you know, who knows what Saquon's going to look like. And uh, Eli, Elijah Mitchell – uh, he was out yesterday with a concussion, still in some knee issue. But Pay, or uh, Rich still has a pretty good bench. You know, he still got Melvin Gordon down there, uh, Van Jefferson Jr. So, um, and Jefferson Jr. might step into that role with OBJ out this mm. week. So, but I, I still think that Pace is going to do it. Um, great story though for Rich to make it this far. And if you pulled off the upset, uh, I think you'd have to call him the Cinderella. The whole thing. Cruise control. <laughs> yep. Cruise so. control into the playoffs. He said it. Uh, I don't know if he's lost since I interviewed him at the Thanksgiving singing. Oh, wow. I know he hasn't. He's won five straight. Are you guys going to meet there next year? Well, if he wins this week, he needs to meet me out there this week. (laughs) Let's keep that going. Uh, Second matchup is number six, Greg Coe versus number three, IDP Still Suck. Zach, this is another matchup that was affected by last night. Greg got 27 points from Justin Herbert. IDP's got 20 points from Keenan Allen's. I think the real story are the story of the Williams. Greg got seven from Mike Williams. IDP's got one point from Daryl Williams. And I think losing those points in a running back spot really hurt IDP's because I don't see, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I think he's got decent, decent numbers, but never spectacular numbers. So I'm going to pick Greg Coe to pull off the upset and beat IDP still suck. I think I heard something about how bad Kirk Cousins is on primetime games. Mm. Um, and so I, I think it was big for Greg to get any points from Mike Williams last night. I saw that he left in the middle of the game 
Uh, I can't remember what type of injury it was. I was trying to keep up online, but uh, for him to get eight points basically in that position is big. And uh, Derwin James went out for him, which was who is the top IDP defensive back safety um, this year, and he has a hamstring injury. So I would think he'll probably be out next next week if uh, Greg does advance. So that's a big loss for Greg Co. Um, but just looking at the teams, I mean, I love Kittle, like I said, for IDPs, but I think I think Greg Co. is going to win. Up next is number eight, Kemp's Crew, versus number one, the Allman Brothers. Zach, there was a lot of smack talk between these two teams yeah. on the podcast. And here we are. And here we are in the playoffs. I want to play some of that right yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah, here is it. Jake talking about James and Blake. I uh, wanted to give out some trash talk. <laughs> uh, I want to address the Allman Brothers, the O train, or as I like to call the uh, LOL train. <laughs> Uh, you know, I just want to remind you guys who you are. I uh, just want to go over your, your past finishes here. 14th, 13th, 11th, 10th, 11th, 14th. I mean, I can, I can just keep going and keep going. So I just want to remind you who you are. I know that you're sitting there at 8-3. and three. You've got the most points in the league. I get it. You're going to have your little moment. That's cool. That's fine. But I just want to remind you who, who you are. And uh, everybody, every every league needs uh, the bottom dwellers, mm. uh, so that the cream gets the rise to the crop, like myself. Mm. Uh, so, just want to say that Kim's crew is here to stay, always has been, and always will be. Isn't the expression "the cream rises to the top"? Yes, not but the it, cream rises to the crop. That's okay. I do that stuff all the time. Though, yeah. so cream I, of the crop. I'm, I'm the worst at cream that. Rises I'm to with the top. you there, Jake. It's all right. No big deal. Uh, let's hear James talking about Jake. We're the Almond Brothers. And we would like to let everybody know that we know who we are. We know where we stand. And where we stand is on really high ground. As my friend Blake Keelan said to me last week after the podcast, who is that talking? I just can't see that far down the league board. That's right. That's how much we care about Kemp's crew's thoughts on who we are and where we're at. What will happen to Kemp's crew in the future? Will they win the league? They have in the past. They have in the present. Who's to say they will in the future? So, Kemp's crew, when you ask, remember who we are, we'd like you and everyone to remember who you are. Just stuck in the middle, swimming around, flailing your arms, paying for fantasy advice from podcasts, getting all kinds of spreadsheets together just to finish fifth again. Wow. wow. <laughs> Can't ask for more than that going oh, into the man. playoffs. And right? here we are. A rivalry has been Rivalry. Born. Yes. Um, could have been the matchup of the week. Yeah, I, I think so. I but, mean, uh, I mean, I'm going to be a little selfish this week. Oh, it's, it's us. Hey, hey let's yeah, go. That's true. that's true. Hey, I want to show respect to both teams here. Well done, Jake, for working your way into the playoffs. I've been very complimentary of Jake's team, but I look at the Allman Brothers roster, and, Zach, there are no holes in that roster. You have Tom Brady playing Sunday night football. You have the Miami defense going against the New York Jets this week. You have Devontae Parker in the flex spot with Jalen Waddle out for COVID. And Devontae Parker had a good week last week. I think the Allman brothers win this easily. I think the O-Train continues to roll. It's the O-Train. Yeah, I mean, obviously you want to – 
I think that the Allman brothers do have the upper hand here, but I do think that Jake's team can definitely make some noise and make it happen. I mean, I, and and the Allman brothers have Miami going up against the Jets, but at the same time, Dallas is going up against the New York Giants. I don't even know, like, who, who's their quarterback this week. I don't even know who that is. So I think that uh, that Jake's team could pull the upset. He does have all the pieces to uh, make it happen. I mean, Thielen could go off. Um, Cooper could as well. But um, I just I think the O train's going to keep rolling. I got to give it to the Allman brothers. But uh, props to uh, Jake's team for getting in the pl- in the playoffs. It's finally time. Tuck your shirts in. Stop your yelling. Cause it's now time for the What's Crack a Luck in the Big Dogs Matchup of the Week. Zach? Yep. It's finally time. <laughs> uh, side note. Uh, one thing that would have made Courtney's diss track even better is if at some point he would have said, "What's cracker lacking, big?" <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's for the the finished version. That would have been the word to your mother yeah, for, for the mother. end of the diss track. <laughs> yeah, uh, Zach. This week, uh, number four strong side goes against number five H and F Industries. I think it's only fitting for the first week of the playoffs for me to choose this as matchup of the week since we're going against each other. A little tale of the tape. Uh, my lifetime record in fantasy football is 349 and 348. So I'm sitting right at 500, yeah. 50.1%. I'm currently in three leagues. I'm third place in my other two leagues and fourth place in this one. Zach, your uh, lifetime record is 221 and 134, 62% win percentage. You're currently in three leagues, first, fifth, and fifth. How's that first place team looking? Oh, yeah, we're loaded. We're loaded over there. I'm feeling good about that Who, one. Who's your stars in that one? Uh, you know, honestly, I'd have to go look. I think I'm starting Taysom Hill this week. Oh, wow. How Over – I had Lamar Jackson. Yeah, man, Lamar's been a disappointment. He's been terrible. Year. Yeah, I got Taysom Hill, Debo, Renfro, Eckler, Dalvin Cook. Wow. Uh, I did have Waller at the tight end position, and then I have uh, Fournette in my, my flex spot. Oh, my word. Yeah. Good so, night. You think I should start San Francisco versus Atlanta or Arizona versus Detroit this week? I'd probably start Arizona. Yeah. Right. I don't know. That's yeah. but those those are both good. Anyway, uh it's first, fifth, and fifth. Brian is 336, 255, and three, three ties, 56.8%. He's currently in two leagues where he is fifth place and tenth place. Well done in that one, Brian. Uh looks like you need Zach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on your team. <laughs> um Zach, I've made so many moves this week. I put a guy in, he gets COVID. I put a guy in, he gets injured, <laughs> lost Hawkinson. He was the fourth best tight end in the league. And yeah. I lost him for the season. Yeah. Uh, but Jerry Jones this week said it's clear oh, gosh. that Dak Prescott is in a slump. Is there an audio clip of this? I looked. Oh. There is an audio clip of Stephen A. Smith talking about it, but I don't <laughs> want to give him time. Yeah. Um, so this Sunday in New York against the Giants, Mr. Dakota Prescott and that is his name, Dakota okay. Prescott. I didn't know, but all right. Is going to torch the New York Giants. You think, he, you think he really said he is, this? Jerry, jo- Jerry Jones said this? Jerry Jones said it. Oh, okay. 
Jerry Jones said he's right. in a slump. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, Jerry Jones did not say that Dakota oh, Prescott. Oh, you are saying, I'm saying you right are now saying Dakota Prescott. That Dakota, okay. Mr. Dakota Prescott. Okay. I'm with you. The hundred and whatever million dollar man yeah, right. yeah. is going to torch the New York Giants. <laughs> uh, he's going to show that owner that that $75 million out of the gate is worth it. So Hunter Renfro is getting all the news this week. They're saying he's the next Wes Welker. I'll take that. Because they're going to keep feeding Hunter Renfro. Alvin Kamara's playing in prime time. Uh, whether they're in a shootout with the Bucks or he's getting all the garbage because they're so far behind, I'm still picking Alvin Kamara. Uh, Kamara, Kamara, I just said both. I don't care which one. He's going to score points. I'm picking strong side this week. We are going to win the matchup of the week. And that's the bottom line. What? Because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, uh, we have these grand visions of our starting lineup being uh, Stafford, Diggs, um, Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins in the flex, uh, Henderson at the running back uh, with Zeke in the other spot. Tight end was Darren Waller. Uh, instead, we're starting uh, some people named uh, Sate Brown, yeah. Rashad Penny. How about him? Uh, hey, Seals well done Jones. on I held Penny for a long time. You pick him up, he gets 10 points. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Penny. And then uh, some guy here, uh, Gabriel Davis. How about oh, – you all know Gabriel. Yeah. And um, so I have no idea. And Antonio Brown been, you know, suspended the whole year and uh, could get cut this week. Who knows? So, yeah, I have zero expectations. I do not expect us to win. So um, <laughs> I definitely think that Suggs, you could win. Um, I give it to Suggs on this one. And for just sure. for the record, Jordan said somebody who's never won the league oh, will yeah. win the league. I think so. That does not apply to either one of us. That's true. Because we both know yeah. that in the mid-2000s, That's right. even though H&F Industries had the <laughs> highest points for right. in the league, which the T-shirt shows me yes. because you made sure to put that on it. It's got <laughs> we number, need to bring that back. number one H&F Industries. But the, bra- the tournament's score, on there. The and there's an asterisk there. that says tournament winner, yeah. the Tide, or whatever yeah. my team was back right. then. Uh, so uh, if somehow I can pull this off, this is what you're going to hear okay. right here. Newton takes the snap, and he is in for a Panthers touchdown. Right here. <laughs> That's what you're going to hear. Cam had his moment, didn't he? That was a great yeah. moment for Cam. There's been so many like tweets that says like Cam when he's going to the bench after getting benched. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah. You do that way better than I do. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's the matchup of the week this week. Uh, I picked strong side. <laughs> HF Industries also picked strong, strong side. side. Yes. Um, I do not have confidence in my team going through the playoffs. Yeah. I think there's going to have to be some crazy things happen. I do like Alvin Kamara. I do like Jalen Waddle and Hunter Renfro. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I do like Dak Prescott. I just think some crazy things are going to have to happen. Zach, we're going to close this out with uh, something we've never done before. Uh, we do the All-Pro team every year, but I wanted to take some time and, and go over the All-Pro, All-Season team. So this is the regular season All-Pro team and what the points could be if everything was perfect. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go over this really fast. All right. Uh, week five, the quarterback, Justin Herbert, had 50.8 points. The two running backs are Jonathan Taylor in week 11, 53.4. Derrick Henry in week two, 47.7. The wide receivers, Tyreek Hill in week four had 47.6. Amari Cooper made an appearance in week one, 38.9 points. We should have traded him right then and there. George Kittle 
in week 13 had 39.6. Now, we didn't talk about this, but George Kittle had 39.6 points, which is the biggest point total of the year. Um, but uh, Travis Kelsey last night had something to say about that. Man, I felt I, I started watching in, in the fourth and uh, – Felt like every time I looked, it was Travis Kelsey just running down he the field. Went crazy. Like, I mean, which means absolutely nothing for our league because uh, he was on Tecmo. He was the one guy Tecmo. That's why uh, they drafted him right there. I mean, and they just they refused to trade him for any pieces, uh, and I probably understand that if they felt like they had a chance at climbing back in. But yesterday, he had forty one point one points yesterday. Oh, man. Did you know that? No, I didn't know how much he had. He had 41 points yesterday. He had 10 receptions for 191 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, my goodness 13 gracious. targets. Anyway, uh, the best flex of the year was Leonard Fournette in week 12, 44.1 points. Kicker was Graham Gano in week 2, 23.2. Defense was New England in week 11, 32 points. Defense, Chandler Jones, week one. We remember that week against the Titans, 32.5 points. Devin White, week 10, 29. Mike Edwards, week two, 29.5 points. Derwin James with 29 points. And Kevin Byard in week five with 27.25, giving, if everything was perfect, the all-pro all-season total of 524.55 points. Yeah. So, how about that? Hey, I was just looking at – Jeff and Rob's team. If they got in the playoffs, man, I don't think you'd want to face them, uh, just looking at their team, especially with Kelsey dropping that. But James Robinson coming back. You know, who are you starting this week? Are you starting LaViscus Chanel? I don't know. Maybe. I got Robbie Anderson, too, who had a big week last week, so I don't know. Yeah, well, the whole Urban Meyer thing is interesting to me, like people thinking that the players are going to play, you know. Um, but, yeah, Jeff and, and Rob's team. With Taysom Hill there at quarterback and stuff, it looked like they the stars finally aligned and uh, they uh, but hey they didn't get the ice bucket so back to you. Zach, we're gonna ha- probably have one more episode at the end of the season where we talk about um, probably analyzing the draft, everything yeah. that happened through the season, and we are also gonna have our end of season awards. For the first ever. For the first annual, first ever Camby Awards. Yes. How long do we let this play? Wow. Can we get uh, Courtney or uh, James or somebody to kind of give us like a... Or, or Ross? It's the Camby Awards. What's can be lacking, big dog? <laughs> yeah. No, that was terrible. Just, just stop right there. Yeah, so we're going to have the Canbies uh, coming up. And if you guys have any nominations for an award, any kind of creative award, send it to me. Uh, we would love to have it. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be good. Or if, if you just want to create an award and yes. record a track of you presenting the award. That'd be great, yeah. Uh, all like just grant you know Oscars or Grammy style. Right. You get you get on a track. You talk about the person. Right. This year's can be for yeah blah yeah. blah 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 yep. goes to for worst pun of the season with that what's can be lacking big dog thing I just <laughs> said or whatever it is I don't care. Um, get creative. Send it to us. Absolutely. Yes. Zach, uh, this episode is in the books. I've had a fun season. It's, hey, it's been, been great. It's been good. Yeah. So it feels like the draft was. 
not that long ago, but at the same time, it feels like it was a long time. Yes. Already looking forward to uh, to next year for the the draft is always a ton of fun. But yeah, I can't believe it's already time for the playoffs. And we'll have some episode. more things to say about that in the next episode. Yep. Jake, thanks for calling us out. You got your episode. We're out of here. <laughs>